Let's talk about politics, environmental science, global warming, constitutional rights, social and economic challenges, money, power, choice. Nature does not compromise. Free routes, free heat waves. Sea levels are rising, and it is about climate change. This is the uh, future of the next generation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk About Climate, a podcast where we talk about climate change and how it relates to all of us. Join us, the Climate Chamber, uh, Change of Chamber Fellows, as we talk with scientists, grassroots campaigners, politicians, and more as we open up the conversation on climate. I'm your host, Will, a, a Change of Chamber Climate Fellow, and today we are joined by our special guest, Aaron P. from the Climate Action Campaign, where we're going to be discussing solutions for pollution and climate wins here. This is Let's Talk About Climate, and let's get into it. Aaron, thank you so much for introduce. Uh, let me allow you to introduce yourself. Awesome. Thanks, Will. I appreciate it. Thanks for the intro. Um, uh, my name is Aaron Pitakowski, and I'm a Partner Engagement Program Manager uh, for the Climate Action Campaign. I'm here uh, you know, through the work that we do with Change the Chamber. And um, I, you know, about myself, I have a background in organizing, and I've been working on in four campaigns since 2018. Before joining the Climate Action Campaign, I worked for NGP Van in Campaign Tech for the Utah Democratic Party and on various state and national campaigns. At CAC, I work with partner organizations across the country who are doing work on climate and I help them plug into federal advocacy work happening here in DC. And uh, currently CAC actually has two major campaigns, Solutions for Pollution and Climate Wins Here. Awesome, well, welcome. Uh, let's get into our main discussion. So what can you tell us about Solutions for Pollution and what are the main goals of the campaign? Yeah, absolutely. The goal of our Solutions for Pollution campaign is to drive up ambition across the Biden administration um, and to set the strongest possible standards to meet the president's commitment to slash climate pollution by at least half by 2030 and to protect our health communities, air, water, land, and wildlife from dangerous pollution. Um, and our Solutions for Pollution plan calls on the Biden administration to use its existing authority uh, under laws like the Clean Air Act to advance around about 20 protections to safeguard communities historically overburdened by pollution. Um, it'll also help cut pollution from power plants, cars and trucks, industrial sources, and also advance <clears throat> energy efficiency and clean energy development. Yeah, awesome. All, all very, very important stuff. So how does Solutions for Pollution help meet targets for what scientists say we have to achieve for pollution reductions to actually reduce climate change? Yeah, so the standards that are included in the Solutions for Pollution Action Plan, which I alluded to earlier, they fall into like about four different categories with some crossover. That's energy, climate, public health, and justice. And um, the plan includes standards that are focused on accelerating the clean energy transition and bringing good paying jobs in solar and wind. Um, this plan also includes updating outdated standards on appliance efficiency, updating older homes and ensuring new construction is built with energy efficiency in mind. Uh, and these measures are essential to building that cleaner future we all want to see. Uh, the next area of focus for the Solutions for Pollution Action Plan is uh, mitigating climate change. So uh, from intense and frequent hurricanes to worsening floods and wildfires, um, communities are really seeing the impacts of the climate crisis now. And by working on these multiple standards included in the action plan that address, uh, and, and these standards in the action plan address climate change 
uh, causing pollution. Um, it also includes a rule for greater transparency for investors by requir requiring publicly traded companies to disclose climate change related risks. So, um, and also lastly in this plan are standards that ensure any projects funded with federal dollars procure um, materials from climate friendly sources and create clean manufacturing jobs. Um, you know, another facet about the standards are that included in the standards that are included in this action plan will also address public health issues caused by pollution. So uh, we know that people who live in communities with high levels of pollution are more likely to experience adverse health outcomes like asthma, cardiac and respiratory diseases, and premature death. And standards in the plan, like the updated SIT standard, aim to make our air cleaner and create an environment where all people can live healthier lives. Okay. And you know, lastly, the component on justice is that when we are discussing uh, mitigating climate change, improving public health and transitioning to clean energy, um, it's really important that we're prioritizing achieving justice for communities that have been disproportionately impacted by this pollution. So included in the action plan are standards that aim to lower heavy and light duty pollu vehicle pollution and clean up power plants, both of which are most likely to be concentrated in low income communities and communities of color. Um, you know, and, and this correlation is no accident. It, it is results of decades worth of racially biased policies that produced this environmental inequality. And the Biden administration really has the opportunity to help advance environmental justice for communities that have been calling on this action for, for too long. And, you know, these standards, you know, all together are, are what are gonna help with that reductions. You know, they all have elements that are bringing us the, those last percentage points that are gonna, you know, drive down and, and get us to that 50% reduction that President Biden has promised. Yeah, that's that's all super important stuff. And we got all of the small solutions are already there. We just have to use them and work them together to hopefully get there. So I know we already talked a little bit about what solution for pollution is, but if there's anything else that you want to share about that that we haven't discussed, and if you can give some examples of the protections that it's promoting, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, well, to give like a, another view on the Solutions for Pollution campaign, it's also a coalition that's made up of over 230 environmental, public health, clean energy, and environmental justice organizations that are working together to advance these federal pollution standards. And we know they're strength in numbers, so the coalition is key to achieving the campaign success and ensuring the Biden administrations understand understands the breadth of support for finalizing strong solutions for pollution. Um, you can learn more about the specific standards that are, are part of the solution in our action plan by visiting actonclimate.com forward slash solutions. And we're keeping track of the movement of each of these standards in our solutions for pollution plan progress tracker, which you can also find linked on our site. But an example of like some of the protections that we've worked on recently are um, protections on uh, methane emissions, uh, soot emissions. We're currently in the throes of mercury and air toxic standards um, cool. and expecting um, you know, other standards that are gonna be cutting carbon pollution. And these protections you know, obviously all have, um, you know, when reduced are gonna have like major public health benefits are going to really you know, advance those four tenants that I talked about just briefly on, on justice and, and clean energy and, and public health. Um, 
And all of these things in aggregate are really what helps, you know, bring us um, the goals that we're, we're really looking forward to. Yeah. And that's, that's a super important, like everything in aggregate. Uh, I think sometimes we always are looking for such a huge solution when we have so many little solutions that in aggregate can be that big solution. So that's really cool. Um, and of course, one of the more important things is we need to rely on the people to help. So how can people get involved? And if they're curious, how can they learn more? And briefly, just want to say every uh, link that we discussed today in this discussion will be linked to, uh, down below in the description. So please go down there, find the links that we talked about and uh, explore those avenues. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that. And and if, if people are trying to wanting to get more involved and learn more about this, we're we're excited to have, um, you know, really to reach new people through this podcast and are you know excited about this opportunity. And we encourage listeners to, you know, head over to our website, which is actonclimate.com to learn more about, you know, the climate action campaign and our coalition. There are a lot of opportunities uh, for individuals in DC and across the country uh, and for organizations to get involved with our work. Um, we use a website called Mo Mobilize for those who have you know, done previous um, advocacy work in the past. Um, it's in a website where we share out events happening in DC and across the country. You can follow us at mobilize.us forward slash climate action campaign. Uh, there we host press events, town halls, workshops, and rallies, and there are opportunities to get involved involved and even help host events in your communities. If you're um, you know, more inclined to take action online, um, you can join our email list to receive information about upcoming events, uh, particularly some open comment periods for solutions for pollution standards, opportunities to sign petitions, and much more. Um, our generation knows better than anyone that the power of digital uh, to mobilize the masses and effect change. I know seeing just so much stuff going on Twitter at all times. Um, and I really, really finding that kind of, you know, action really encouraging. And, um, you know, you can share this podcast and you can engage with us on social media by using the hashtag, um, hashtag solutions for pollution to get your friends and family involved. And, you know, like I said, we're on Twitter um, at Act on Climate US and on Instagram at Act on Climate US. So um, if you work with an organization and want to get more plugged into our efforts, I'm the right guy to reach out to. Um, as a partner engagement program manager, I work with a lot of our partner groups to plan events, provide funding, and engage opportunities in climate action campaigns. campaigns. And the coalition grows uh, stronger with each group that joins, so we'd love to have you on board. Yeah, absolutely. And like uh, we just said, all of that, the hashtags at websites will be linked in the description below. So please do check that out and do share this podcast when it's posted. Please help us promote it. Um, so we're going to uh, talk a little bit about public comments, why they're important, what we should put into them, because as we know, the public is so important. We have this voice and we need to use it to help advocate for uh, you know these, these climate causes. So if you want to talk a little bit about the importance of public comments and what to put in them, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And before I was, you know, involved in this like advocacy work, I was really not aware that this was something that people could be involved in. Um, but when the EPA proposes a new standard, the public has an opportunity to weigh in on the proposal. So during the comment period, both advocates and opposition voices 
have a chance to submit public comments to the Federal Register. So um, it's crucial that our community show up during these comment periods and make it clear that the public wants the strongest possible standards because, you know, in contrast, like I said, that opposition are going to be putting out information in there that, you know, is frankly saying that they should be allowed to pollute, they should be allowed to, you know, continue, um, you know, negatively impacting these communities. And we know that uh, the decisions are made by those who show up. So uh, a lot of the work, you know, that we're talking about when we say, you know, engaging in these standards uh, and engaging in reducing the emissions for, you know, methane or soot pollution uh, comes from mobilizing climate advocates to comment during these periods. So it's crucial for us to uh, ensure that the EPA feels empowered to take strong action. And when they see that the community is, you know, in consensus that, you know, all of the, you know, people doing climate work or all the people concerned about climate feel the same way, they're going to really follow through with that. So uh, in addition to submitting comments, you know, there's also during the open comment period, the EPA hosts hearings and anyone can sign up to testify at these hearings and they're an opportunity to get in front of key decision makers at the EPA. And when I heard that for the first time, I assumed, and I think probably in the past before, you know, the, the pandemic, it was a, you know, go to DC, you're in front of like this big room that you might only ever see on C-SPAN and, and all that. And um, I, this is actually like a lot less intimidating of a, you know, uh, opportunity than it seems. It's these days hosted on Zoom, you have like a, a few minutes that you're allotted to go and speak and you give a little bit of testimony about, uh, you know, why you believe this pollution standard needs to be super strong. So we're not, you know, you know, polluting the earth. And um, it's really an opportunity for you to be involved and it is a lot easier than it seems. Um, so if you are, you know, to get involved during our open comment periods, whether that means helping with, you know, asking your friends and family to submit a comment, or you are someone who wants to, you know, really have that opportunity to testify at a hearing, you can sign up uh, for our email list. And we always provide message guidance for our comments and testimony so you don't have to feel like an expert in order to make an impact because you know on the other aspect of it it's really important to share the the personal impact of it because ultimately the EPA does have to read all of them and and we want to to uplift the stories that are going on from you know impacted communities and in addition to like really strengthen you know those statements we also provide policy analysis and statistics vetted by our research team to ensure that the climate community is helping to advance the strongest science-based uh, standards possible. So we are we're here to help as well. Yeah, and um, Change the Chamber utilizes public comment sections regularly. Uh, us as climate fellows, we uh, try and use our voice, um, especially when it uh, isn't an issue in our home state or somewhere where we have a personal uh, attachment to and. Uh, like you said, um, speaking to my colleagues at Change the Chamber, they like to do it. It's a fun activity. It's on Zoom, very little pressure, and you get to advocate for your good cause. You put a, you know, your voice to a cause you're passionate about. It's, you know, action and change. So it's good stuff. Um, so moving on, which of the solutions for pollution standards are coming up and why are they important? 
Yeah, we expect that standards to cut climate pollution from power plants to be announced any day now. Uh, power plants are the second largest contributor to climate change and make up about 25% of pollution in the United States. Wow. The EPA's proposal, which we, we are calling the Cut Climate Pollution Plan, will increase a number of protections that are crucial to the president keeping his commitment to cut climate pollution in half by, by 2030. Awesome. And what is CAC planning to do during the open comment period for these standards? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of the work that I mentioned earlier, but we're going to fully mobilize uh, our resources to educate people about the importance of strong standards to cut power plant pollution and mobilize advocates to take action so their voices are heard by the EPA. First, we're planning on collecting over 750,000 public comments. We are hoping, uh, you know, we're working uh, hand in hand with our core groups and our partner groups to reach this ambi ambitious goal. I know a lot of this great work will be done alongside Change to Chamber, so we're really appreciative of that. And um, you know, each of you listeners can join in this effort by submitting a public comment or getting your organization involved in our co comment collection efforts. We're also building a huge mountain of support where we are uh, highlighting climate activists from across the country, especially those in our six key states, those states being Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, and um, who are speaking up in support of strong standards. Um, we are also reaching out to public health professionals, educators, college students, parents, and others who have a stake in improving the health of our environment in their communities. Um, there's going to be a digital landing page where you'll, uh, we're planning on highlighting these advocates, you know, the, the, the breadth of, of people this represents and, and the reasons why they're engaged in this effort. So um, we're really interested in, you know, highlighting so many different kinds of people because um, it, it is important. It affects everyone. And we don't want this, you know, to be represented as an issue that only affects a small group of people because it is everyone. And as a lot of, you know, this climate work, you know, happens and we think about like it's a global impact. So, um, you know, if you're interested in sharing a, a quote and being involved in this campaign, please reach out to me. Um, my email will also be linked in the podcast description afterwards. Yeah, awesome. So if anybody, like we said, wants to get involved, please look in our description for all appropriate links. Um, you know, any amount of help is appreciated and it goes a long way. So other than Change Chamber, uh, what are some other organizations that are involved with CAC? So uh, our organization is made up of a dozen core groups consisting of major environmental and climate organizations. It actually started in 2009 as a way for these groups to better coordinate on federal advocacy strategy, um, strategically deploy resources, and to respond quickly to the changing landscape. Uh, currently, uh, Earth Justice and the Natural Resource Defense Council co-chair our campaign. So they're, you know, the, the leaders of that at this moment. Um, and CAC also supports over 200 partner organizations, including public health, Latino, environmental justice, clean energy, youth, elected officials, business, African-American and veterans groups. Um, and CAC also funds some of our partner organizations whose primary focuses are not climate related to make it possible for them to participate in federal advocacy and engage in communities and climate action. 
you know, like I mentioned, there's a lot of different ways that like climate work is going to impact so many other issues. And it's really, you know, becoming, it's really becoming so easy to find so many ways that like it is impacting many other forms of, uh, you know, advocacy. And, um, you know, some of the really amazing groups that are doing this advocacy work, you know, intersection, intersecting with climate and also having their own priorities as well are groups like Eco Madres, uh, Green the Church, Moms Clean Air Force, and Black Millennials for Flint, just to name a few. And if your organization is interested, each year we bring on new partners to get them involved. So feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about, you know, up upcoming opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a great opportunity for any organization that wants to, you know, get involved in advancing, you know, uh, climate uh, equity and all of that across the board. Please do uh, reach out to Aaron. And so we're going to pivot a little bit. We're going to talk about climate wins now. So if you want to explain what climate wins here is and the importance of it for our listeners, that would be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And climate wins here is our other campaign that we're working on, um, you know, uh, alternatively to solutions or pollution. Um, this was our campaign um, that does more of like a legislative advocacy. Uh, President Biden and climate champions in Congress helped pass the historic climate and clean energy investments uh, approved in the Inflation Reduction Act um, and the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. And scientists expect that the measures included in the Inflation Reduction Act will reduce climate pollution by 40% by 2030, getting the president a significant weight to reducing his, you know, cutting climate pollution goal by 50 to 52% by the end of the decade. So that's also another component of this is that we saw that the Inflation Reduction Act reduced climate action or climate pollution by 40%, which is why the Solutions for Pollution, you know, campaign, which, you know, you and I have mentioned is a lot of smaller things that in aggregate are making that big change and it's going to get us to that 50 to 52% reduction by the end of the decade. And, you know, to speak more about, you know, the, this campaign, the, the new investments that are out there will cut climate pollution and help accelerate the growth of domestic solar energy, which, you know, protects our air, climate, our health and, and communities while lowering costs and creating an economic opportunity. You know, those, those things aren't in, in contrast with, with one another. Mm -hmm. The, the biggest challenge we face is making sure that Americans know what is included in the Inflation Reduction Act and how these benefits will impact their communities. So we're here to do this work um, on, you know, making this campaign focused on winning the win, thanking our champs in Congress for taking action on climate and educating people about how they can benefit, or excuse me, thanking climate champs for, uh, for taking action on climate, but then we also want to make sure that we're educating people on how they can benefit from the provisions in the IRA. So um, we're hosting events across the country, celebrating local investments and bringing people together to increase awareness about these important measures. We recently actually published a map uh, tracking the Inflation Reduction Act investments um, being made across the country which um, you can see on our website where you can um, check out to see what projects are happening near you. And it's actually like really an impressive map. You get to see that it's a lot closer than it ever seems. I know that for a long time, I wasn't always able to see like what 
investment looked like when we saw these like really, you know, these bills, like where it actually came from. But this really helps to visualize like that it is happening across the country. Great. Yeah. And, you know, it's always it's always great to celebrate victories uh, whenever you can get them big or small. So um, definitely everybody go check that out. Um, and, you know, I'm sure we have many listeners who are wondering how they can get involved and support Climate Wins here. Do, if you want to share any ways they can do that. Absolutely. So listeners can join our email list and follow us again and mobilize to get involved. We send out invitations to our events and share opportunities for grassroots action. You can also join us on social media in celebrating these investments. Um, you know, a big component of this is, you know, again, on social media, if we're able to see that there's a narrative going on there. You know, people listen, they see, they see that there's real community and real voices going out on social media. And we want them to see that, you know, they're engaged with the, that same kind of work. Um, you know, each Friday, we also share a newsletter, newsletter called Climate Friday, where we share about the most exciting investments happening in each of our key states and have an hour of action on social media. You can also join in by using the hashtag climate wins here anytime to, you know, talk about any benefits that you're seeing in your community. Um, and finally, you can reach out to your legislators and let them know that you want them to take bold action on climate because it's it's a big, big group effort from, from them as well. Yeah, all really good advice. And, um, you know, we have our voice. We got to learn to, we got to use it together. So we're already at our last question. It's been really fun. So um, how can organizations support climate wins here? Absolutely. If your organization is interested in getting involved with our climate wins here campaign, there are plenty of ways to get involved. Whenever we host events in our key states or in Washington, D.C., we partner with other organizations to amplify the message and to rally supporters to attend. Um, if you have an idea for an event or would like to plug into the work that we're already doing, you can reach out to me once again. Um, my email will be listed in the description. And, um, you know, your organization can also attend events and mobilize your supporters to come on social media. And that kind of support is hugely appreciated and helps bring attention to these important investments in your community. It's educating people in those communities. And it's really getting people, you know, that awareness that the Inflation Reduction Act, you know, it's the most significant, important, huge investment in climate in our lifetimes and in, in our history. And it's really important that people know about it because it was it was a huge win for us. And we we need to be exactly aware of, of, of how we can continue to meet our goals and that, that goal is in sight. Because if we're you know letting anything you know stop us by way of discouragement, it the the opportunity to make some major changes is is really key and we're really close. So um it's really important to be involved with that. So thank you all. Yeah, awesome. Well, well said. Yep. And and thank you for joining us. It was a real pleasure to get to know you uh, and to hear a little bit about solutions for pollution, climate winds, and CAC. Um, so to wrap up, we'd like to give you, you know, however much time you need to pitch anything you want, what you're working on, anything that's exciting in the field. Um, so the floor is yours. Yeah, thanks, Will. No, I've I've really appreciated the opportunity here today. Like I said, the solutions for pollution work, particularly around the climate pollution plan, is going to be really, really crucial. We're expecting it to come out very soon. So that work is going to be a huge, huge undertaking. 
like we said, 750,000 comments. That's going to come from a lot of organizations across the country. It's going to come from a lot of really, really engaged advocates like the listeners here today. And getting involved is a lot easier than you could ever think. So uh, check out the links that we have here in the in the description and um, you'll find opportunities to be involved and really make sure that your voice is being heard. Um, and we'll do what we can to, to amplify it. You know, you're you're engaging with us, which is a coalition of people who are working hard to amplify the voices of everyone, you know, who wants to be involved. So um, check out the the listservs that we've, excuse me, the, the email chains that we've plugged in the past and and that'll be the best way to be involved. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much, Aaron, for joining us today. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Talk About Climate. We hope to really, you know, breathe new life into this podcast, have more coming out to keep your eyes out for that. Um, Before you go, please, you know, like, subscribe, rate us on your podcasting platforms. It really helps out and it spreads the word about this great cause. Um, Also follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk About Climate Pod and Twitter at Talk Climate Pod. Links will be in the description below for everything that we talked about, everything that I talked about, everything Aaron talked about. Every link will be in the description below. Um, and check out our website, changechamber.org. Um, great resources there. And you can, like I said, find all the links in the description below. And with that being said, this was our uh, return of Let's Talk About Climate podcast. And thank you all for listening and have a great day. And thank you for joining us. Let's talk about politics, in environmental science, global warming, constitutional rights, social and economic challenges, money, power, choice. Nature does not compromise. Free routes and free heat waves. Sea levels are rising. And it is about climate change. This is the uh, future of the next generation.